yeah and we are back at it again it's the toy cartel social club podcast bringing you the gritty underground of art toys and collectibles this is your boy jay you can find us at the underscore only underscore toy cartel you can find me at juicebox the prez on instagram as usual i am with our local disney princess beth she's very confused everybody yes i wasn't ready i wasn't told that we were starting but you can find me on instagram that's a lie i totally announced it (laughs) i was sitting here on my instagram stories i didn't have my headphones yeah you guys can find me at the real underscore princess bethy poo yeah and we're with matt you feel me as usual you can find him at you know all the spots where you can find him he doesn't like to announce where you can find him no it's just it's easy r-a-t-t-h-a-u-s dot net that's where you can find all the podcasts as well as all I'm the sure time. a whole bunch of social medias. The and- Patreon, everything's going rolling through there. We got Audible. We got, you know what I'm saying? All of that. It's all on there right there. The Patreon's only five bucks, you five guys. Five bucks. You guys got to get that. The Christmas special is going to be on that. Me, Jay, Please the Boss, boss dog, dog Imperial Soldier. You feel me? Sir Filthy Lungs, I will be on the Christmas episode taking the belt back hey, dude, where to where we put it belongs. The belt? I have it right here with, next it? to me where it belongs. Let me see. It's right here. Bust it out. It's, it's right here. Oh, it's behind the chair? Hanging on my chair. Let, let, look let at him already claiming it. Let those it. people know. Let, look at that belt. Oh, shit. Jay broke the belt. It's Jay hard. just broke the Sean, Sean, he broke your belt, man. Look at that. He's stealing your belt. Hey, it dude, does look very it good, looks on good. It looks hey, good on hey, you. Hey, tell me that thing don't got weight to it. It does. This is official, everybody. I know yeah, did looking, you hear it hit the ground? I yeah, felt it. Yeah, it blinked a little bit, but this is this is like an official belt. It's got like weight on it and stuff. It looks it's got nice. got the Rat House logo. The King Rat, Rat House. Look, he's wearing a little crown. It looks nice oh, on yeah. me. Uh, so I will be taking it home. You guys can check that out if you get the Patreon. It's only Come five home from bucks. work, he's going to be wearing that. Exclusively on Patreon. You ain't going to get it nowhere. No podcast, no nothing. We're also recording these episodes. So if you want to see me act like a fool, you know what I'm saying, you can uh, check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also giving away two Boss Dog mugs on there. Yeah, um, right show here. Mugs there? There you go. Right That's here. drinking her coffee out of yes. it. Yes. Working friends. It it's keeps my good. coffee it's hot. very dope. Like, yes. I get nothing but compliments on it. When I was doing the Boss Dog Tour, I gave away a lot of those. And now we're giving away two to you guys. We also have um, a Rat House Productions hat. New. Just came out. Hot off the trucks. <laughs> you will get one. Here Show it is right here. Right there it is right there. You can get that. Make sure you sign up for the that Patreon. Super dope. Yeah, we're working on the hat flying in and out of the city. <laughs> yeah, good so, job, guys. You know, and by, I might add, it's a crew hat. Will not be yeah, remade ever yeah, again. Like it's not for this is not for Gen Pop. For those of you guys who don't know what Gen Pop is, that's a general population. Oh, it's not for you. That's not for resale. You know, absolutely not. So you know, it's exclusive. Make sure you get out there and get that. Make sure you make that happen. So with that being said. Shouts out to Boss Dog, keeping us in the everything business. Shouts out to Fat Collectibles, Mm -hmm. also helping us out out there, keeping us in the unboxing business. And uh, shouts out to Audible. I did them all at one time. I know everybody (laughs) doesn't want me to, but I did anyway. So sue me. So now that that's done. Don't sue us. Don't sue us, yeah. Now that Please. that's done, he's don't not sue always. Us. He doesn't always have the right words to <laughs> say. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. let's get into it. Let's go. Okay. So, You're so he makes trashy. a PBR sound so good. <laughs> he's so trashy. I, wait, did you just did you just take a hit then drink? And yeah. Then, yes. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> All at once. 
Mm-hmm. Get the Patreon and you can see it happen live. So there's still some in there. Stop. Hey, hand, brown hand. <laughs> Move. <laughs> so yeah. I've, I've learned not to touch his his PBR. And in all fairness, yeah. and you guys can listen to the last podcast, he did say, I'm staring at an empty PBR. I know. I, I mean, no, not PBR. Wait, you didn't black out the That's other one. That's his second I, I, one so far I with this episode. I'm black. Listen, for don't worry. For he's gonna, the company, he's gonna tell us off right for now. For the Matt. company that should, for the company that shall remain nameless, but I do have great love for. I, I got all these different logistics and stuff that I'm working with over here, guys. If you want to know what kind of beer make he's it, talking make about, it easy. just check out his Instagram. Make <laughs> it easy on me, this company, and like you know, slide me some endorsements or something, so I don't have to like worry about putting tape on stuff. And Look all at this you. Other what you recycling your duct tape? <laughs> you know Once again, I prove my point. Make me. He is very trashy. Make it official, so we can we don't have to do this craziness all the time. I don't understand. Everybody's like, seen the I label from the old beer I, that you took. We don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I just wanted to be official. Let's do that. We'll work Nothing's something wrong. out. Hit me or Matt up, and we'll we'll take care of it. So, Contact at rathouse.net. Yeah, yeah for yes. sure. So now that now that that's out the way, the, the ashtrays right here. I know I'm missing it. Um, so Atari. Is you know trying to get back out there for those of you guys who don't know what, what Atari is before we had <laughs> Nintendo. You're young, yeah. Before we had Nintendo and PlayStation and all that other stuff, what we had was Atari. That was like the OG. Oh yeah, gaming Very system. Pixel yeah, you know what I'm saying. Wasn't it just like Pong at first? Yes, it was just oh. Pong. that was the first one. That, that was the, the first that was one. the first home console. Do you remember that big uh, desert berry they had? Where there was like supposed to, there's supposed to be some landfill out in the middle of Mexico. Oh, you're talking about That's, the the ET? Yeah, that it, it. But it wasn't just ET. It was full of like a bunch of Atari games. Yeah. It's supposed to be. So, so the the de- the details behind that was that basically ET was so bad. Yeah. That they tried to buy as many copies as they could. It and just trashed it. Landfill, but. Uh, it was actually confirmed later on when they fixed. So what happened was e- you would fall into a pit with E.T., but there was a glitch in the game where you couldn't get back out of the pit or it was like damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. They said when they fixed the patch that for the time and for the time span of creating the game, which was only a matter of two or three months, yeah. they said it was actually a very well played game. But if it wasn't for that one glitch, uh, which basically ruined Atari entirely. So. Definitely. But did you have you heard the story of Atari? Uh, yeah, it's I, insane. Uh, it it's definitely an interesting story. Bill uh, Gates is behind it. Yeah. fucking they hired meth heads. Yeah, like they literally told him like, we don't care what you do, just get it done. Just get it done. Yeah. you can work any hours you want. There were hobos sleeping inside of Atari machines, like full on arcade <laughs> machines, and like once again, they did not care as long as you pumped out your quota. They did not give a fuck. They hired. Anyone and everyone is insane. It was, it's a really great story. They have a lot America, of America, the beautiful. <laughs> it's got a lot of. It's just the subculture. The pop culture period is just a subculture where it's like, you know, built on. You got to think like we are involved in like a world where it's built on people who really don't want to work, for, like not really hard. You know, we <laughs> don't want to have nine to five jobs. We don't want to fucking like. Uh, I would. Workers. I actually like my nine to five. We we don't want to be construction workers and shit. That. You know, we want to make art and you know sell art and 
buy yeah. toys and comic books and shit. So, you know, I mean, it's cool, but Atari's trying to podcast. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah. Or like talking to a microphone and have people listen to them for no apparent reason. Yeah. Exactly. But, but it's like, I heard you say one time I heard on that's life podcast. I was listening to an episode. This is very early. I think it, I think like at that time it was uh, Jose. No, I think at that time it was. This was back when Comics After Dark was like. Oh yes, and Comics. Uh, yes, I think in like you, somebody said something about Dave Chappelle or like fucking like people being attention hungry and like how like people shouldn't be like that. And you were like, oh, with all due respect, like we're sitting here doing. <laughs> 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 right and you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm like fucking Talladega Nights, where it's like, even though you're saying with all due respect, it is going to be an insult. You're, you're not like, allowed yeah, to just it, say it. They were like saying, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's real great. Yeah, but with all due respect, like we're sitting here doing that very same thing that, right that, now. That sounds like some shit I would say. Not yeah, so is it, yeah, you know, like, they, I mean. It, I like to believe I'm important. It, no, oh, definitely. I'm not. You <laughs> I'm you're not. important to us, Matt, so. Yeah. Atari is trying to make a comeback, though. They are actually launching um, some hotels that they're going to do. Like, they're all, like, Atari-based. I wonder based. why Atari would even involve Yeah. That. I don't know, but it's they're actually having the guys who do a lot of the designing for Cyberpunk, the game. They're designing the hotels. They did a couple sample like pieces. Tron-like. Yeah, it be, like, Tron-like. Yeah, they looked really... They looked re- the designs looked really dope and futuristic and stuff. They're launching the first one in Phoenix of all places, but whatever. Phoenix, I would have imagined Japan. I, that's what I thought too, but I'm really glad that America is getting these so we can actually like be there and see it. And well, you go know to about it. the Star Wars one, right? No, you don't know about the Star Wars one. There's so, a Star Wars hotel. So one? Disney, Disney, <laughs> Disney. He's looking at me like I felt uh, this damn pence fly. <laughs> <laughs> the pencil fly has made its appearance uh, again this week. I'm like so paranoid too because I know we're on camera. I'm like I don't want this shit to be sitting on it's top right. of my the, head. The, the more you, the more you, the more you, uh, you, you do what you're doing right now. I think the more it's gonna stay away. But uh, yeah, so they they decided that they're gonna do a fully immersive hotel at Disney World as as Star Wars. So you will be entering like onto a starship and like taking quote unquote into space. And it's like the full damn nine yards. Although this was the announcement, I want I want to say before COVID. So mm, we'll I was hoping this was something recent, but that would be pretty dope. Like I like that. But I poopoo myself. I don't like I like I like space. Like makes me <coughs> gives me like anxiety. you don't like that. <laughs> no, like flying space. Um, really? Uh, ocean submarine. Uh, and all that gives me anxiety. I can't nothing. I, I can't. Th- have you ever? Okay, so a California adventure. Have you ever been soaring over California or so? Yeah, what is it? Th- it makes me. It gives me slight anxiety. Really? Oh, yes. I love that. Or like the submarine ride gives me slight anxiety. Yeah, I don't like that one because you're underwater. The yeah. Nemo. Yeah, well, Nemo I mean, like I've I grew up in Miami, so like people were plunging pe- you underwater. Yeah, it's a peninsula. <laughs> you kind of have to be comfortable with the water, or else like you're not going to survive life. So I've been scuba diving and stuff. I like all. I like the underwater experience. Wait, wait. So scuba diving, as in like, uh, with the tank or without the tank? Both. See, look, man. No, no. 
I've already I've already went snorkeling once and just no. I've been snorkeling. I've seen the coral reefs. I've been swimming with sharks. I've uh, that's my that's my nightmare come to life. Done some sharks. like really light. yes. I don't well, know why uh, sharks don't scare me. I don't know why. Most of them I saw Jaws at far too young of an age. Of, <laughs> most of most sharks, as silly as it sounds, are not as vicious as yes, people you would you know imagine they are. Yes. And then particularly when you get out into the middle of the ocean, like sharks are very like once they get to the shore, a lot of they're the, getting desperate. Yeah. For food. They're hungry when they're at the shore, when they're close to the shore, they're hungry and they mostly come to the shore like closer towards the evening time. Wow. Like when you grow up in Florida, you like learn that. when you grow up in Florida, you learn all that stuff, you know, because it's like it's sur- you're surrounded by beach. Like I told her, like when you live in Miami or South Florida, you're always 10 minutes from the beach, either no matter what direction you drive. So, you know, like you learn how to survive in the water and be around water and different stuff like that, especially with the weather conditions and stuff. But they won't have to worry about that in Phoenix, Arizona with this Atari hotel. Wait, real quick. Are they always 10 minutes from Pitbull as well? (laughs) Sorry. Bad joke? Bad joke. All right. I'll I'll file it. I apologize. (laughs) Now we're going to get bad emails. (laughs) You're Why are you pissing like, on Pitbull? I didn't appreciate that. Oh, I would, I would love. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, I, please. I'm sorry, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, please give me those. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they're opening one in Phoenix, and then in Las Vegas, and then other locations are supposedly coming. So we'll see what happens with that. The hotels look dope. It doesn't matter really which design they pick. Uh, cyberpunk um, is kind of like really doing some groundbreaking stuff in terms of like the artwork that they're using and the designs that they're using. So like, it's some really sick stuff. I, I actually have been looking at a lot of the toys that they've been coming out with, you know, and the fact that they use like, uh, uh, fuck plastic Neo. Oh, uh, Oh God. Why am I bringing for it? Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves as the main well, kind of I was of like, like, I have no idea where this what's his name. Right hand Jack or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. That, the that, fact that, that he, the fact that he plays that character makes it even doper. And, mm-hmm. You know, he's been having a good time with it. So you know, have you? Do you have any stories about Keanu Reeves? Uh, nothing negative. No, nothing that, negative. That man is he, a, that man is a god. You didn't catch him like drunk somewhere. No, like. never. That man. Jay has never forgot about that story. Who is it? Uh, uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, the oh, drunk. Yeah, yeah, I think it's hilarious. I, I now I can <laughs> never unsee him. <laughs> he didn't do anything but mumble. <laughs> and like Vin Diesel mumble. So, in a nutshell, it's Vin Diesel singing, singing the Rihanna song. It's like, like, what are you talking about? What's going on? Guy. He's never forgot about that. No, <laughs> I no. think it's great. I think it's hilarious. Uh, uh, I've never, I've no, not with Keanu. Re- Keanu, that man's a fucking saint. That man is a fucking saint. And like even for like him to go like to me woo to me go as low as like uh I mean he he did knock knock. Do you guys remember knock knock? No. So that's the one where like the family goes on vacation and these two girls uh wind up at his house and seduce him and film the sex and then I like, do remember that and it's like some crazy shit. Yeah, and yeah. they like they like basically fuck with his whole entirety i didn't remember i didn't i forgot that that was him yeah it's on it's on netflix right now but yeah not not the greatest of movies but once again like it's just something he hadn't done and it's technically like a very unique movie 
and he's just willing to do stuff like that. So, you know, what was that other one he did that was garbage? Uh, was that the 13th Ronin or? Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, God, I wanted that to be so good. The last Ronin. The last it? Ronin. Yes. I wanted it to be so fucking good. And I was like, oh, this is going to be the shit. Nope. But I have a friend who says, like, Keanu Reeves has the same emotion in every movie. Like, it never changes. He doesn't like. What do you mean? Yeah, he doesn't like stretch his character. He's like like, John Wick through and, and yeah, through. Yeah, through and through. Yeah. Wait, he's Neo all the time. He's really good when he's quiet. <laughs> but it's like, well, he's always quiet. Yeah, yeah he looks like a deep thinker. He's yes. like, he never, when he finally does like, you know, do something where he stretches his emotion, like people go nuts for it. Like when he came out for the whole like uh, the cyberpunk thing. And what did he do? He was like, I love you're you. amazing. Yeah, yeah, you're amazing. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Yeah, everybody was like, everybody loved that shit. Like, that. people have it on enamel pins and shit now. <laughs> oh, is it him pointing? Yeah, him Yes. I'd, I'd buy that shit. Like, people have him on enamel pins and shit now. So it's like, anytime he stretches, it's like, Jesus. You like, just gave yeah, Discord an idea. We love it. <laughs> but, like, fucking... He, I mean, he is kind of like very mellow tone, very like, you know, I heard an interview with him once where he, um, he said he tried to, at one point he was very young and doing a, um, a movie about vampires and I could see that. And he tried to, you know, be, be a method actor and he did something like so off the wall. And then he said like his co-star who was a bigger actor at the time. Told oh, him, don't do that. So yeah, I was like, "Yo, what are you doing?" <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, and he, after that, he like totally changed his game. So I mean, he's all in all, I think he's a cool dude. I like the fact that he's doing the Bill and Ted thing again. Um, that's gonna be streaming on on. That's gonna come to Redbox. Really, Bill and Ted? Yeah. Did you guys watch Bill and Ted three? I've seen all the Bill. And uh, apparently, I don't know. I. You don't I've know been a Bill and, I get Bill confused. And I've so, been a Wild Stallion so, fan since the very beginning. Yeah. So we were talking last week. I and was at like, Wild Stallion Tour so, 73, okay? Get so. the fuck out of here. First off, it wasn't <laughs> even the 70s. Yeah, it was 87. Yeah, 80, the year you were born? <laughs> oh, 81 before. Okay. So I got those two sets of the 90s brothers or the 80s brothers mixed up. Uh-oh. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yes. We were, okay, so we were talking last week. Yeah, give me this. You're done right now. Um, so we were talking last week, and Matt, there's two sets of brothers. I thought Bill and Ted. What's their last name? Bill Preston Esquire. Okay, I thought they were the same as the Wayne's brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what Jay did. He goes, Wayne's Jesus. World is they're not brothers. They are not brothers. Are you sure you're not referring to like Super Wayne's Mario? World? Wayne's World. She No, they're not brothers in Wayne's World. Yeah. They're she, not the same people though? No. no. That's why I'm confused. The only that's why I'm like, no, I don't that's a lot of movies. Wayne's World is Mike Meyer. Mike Myers and Jason Spade. The no, blonde one. Jason That's not Jason Spade. Spade. No, it's not. Uh, who is he? It's the it's the church lady. It's the guy that played the church. I know lady. who he. The guy that I, also played Master of Disguise. I, I can see his. I'm I can see his face, him. but I can't remember his name. Let's, Jason Spade is the one that's Google like. Let's Google it. Uh, keep Hold going, on. keep going. No, keep no, going. no. I got it. I'm going to speak into you got, Google No, right I, that's why you have a producer, yeah, so you guys can, you can continue. Yeah. <laughs> I use every opportunity <laughs> She for loves my... that speaking to Google shit. <laughs> Google, I got him on who it. Who is... What happened on January first 3rd? Off, first off, I, I feel works. so bad. 
Second off, uh, uh, Sean is yelling at us. It's Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. I don't okay. even know who that is. So, anyways, he's still you, around. Dave, you never watch SNL? Fucking the. Dude, I'm so sheltered uh, in life. Like, she's probably I, lunch seen lady, him. She's probably seen lady. him. You you didn't see Master This Guy Turtle Turtle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you're yeah, not dirty enough for the turtle. That's disgusting. Clip. I did not like that turtle, movie. Turtle. As a matter of fact, that's the only part of that movie that I know because my dad thought that was hilarious. I think he's so like idiotic that it's funny. But then, like in in real life, he's so soft spoken. Oh yeah, that it's no like, doubt. It's almost like talking to a child or something. He has one of the greatest jokes I've ever heard. Where I thought that they were all the same people. No. That was the problem. He has, he has a great <laughs> joke where he's where he's like he's like getting old is great, isn't it? He's like where one day you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my back! And they're like, "What happened? I took a nap." <laughs> like you just sleep the wrong way, and your life is ruined. Yeah. Like it's fucking hilarious. I love Dana Carvey. Have you been watching? There's a new series on, I believe that's Cinemax. It's about the, uh, it's about the Comedy Store and like the history of the Comedy <laughs> Store. No, like, I heard it was being filmed. Though. It is so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Do they show how depressed Polly Shore really is? Well, he's he's on it, but they talk a lot about, you know, the early years and like, you know, Richard Pryor came through there and like uh, Jim Carrey and mm-hmm. like Tim Allen and uh, just like all these comedians, all these people that you would think didn't have stand up careers and like how that place is more of like a school for comedians. Mm-hmm. And like you because have to. Because you, you, like the, the older comedians will actually like. Still come you. there. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they'll help you. Yeah. And like you have to start like comedians start off there as like a doorman or a bartender mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they work their way up to being a paid regular and shit like that. It's on like it's actually that it just ended. The series just ended last week, but it is very good. It was very good. It's actually shot by I forget the comedian who shot it, but, um, you know, he does a good job with it. Jim Carrey's in it. Um, Damon Wayans is in it. Uh, just everybody. All, the list goes on and on. They talk about the beef between um, the beef between uh, Joe Rogan, Joe and Rogan, and uh, Carlos Mencia. Yeah, because Carlos Mencia was notorious for, for stealing people's jokes. Stealing people's jokes. Like, see, oh. I'm so mainstream. I thought he was so funny. Well, I didn't know anything about him. Well, he the hung thing out with what, a lot of funny people. The, the problem is, is that like he puts it through what he declares as like the Mencia machine. Nah, he overtly steals jokes. Mm-hmm. They have a part on the documentary where they play people side by side with him and like show him stealing the joke. Mm-hmm. Like they'll show the person and then they'll show him saying it. And the joke so, is like word for word. So Joe Rogan was literally the only person. Are you not allowed to steal jokes? No. Hell no. That's like that's like a rapper stealing somebody else's line. Yeah, like that's exa- overtly and, stealing somebody's yeah, line so it's and saying like, it. It's it's like you're not playing an homage at that point. Uh-huh. You're actually just beat for beat. Yes. Uh, just rapping someone else's it. rap. So Joe Rogan was like the only one that like he pulled shook, his card on it. Pulled up to the fucking comedy store. I should and got on stage. Yeah. Got on stage and said something about and, it. And got and actually got like booed off. They were like, yes. just shut up and leave. And then they got into it on stage with each other. And it was like a whole thing. On mm-hmm. like people were filming it. It was online and stuff. He talks about it on his podcast and whatnot. And then at a certain point, he gets banned from the comedy store. Like, they're like, yo, like, don't, you can't come back up here anymore. And, woo, woo, woo. 
he's finally just now getting to the point where he will actually go Where back is this there. place at? Call it's, LA, it's, it's, yeah, it's I'm going to go. Boulevard. And I'm going to step on Pauly the stage. Shore. Mm, pff, Can luck. I sign up? Uh, Can you sign up? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna well, the way they do five minutes. That's people, funny. <laughs> people, people will wait. People move to Hollywood and sleep on the corner just to sign because Monday night they have what's called uh, open mic pot. They still do this. Yes, yep. open mic potluck. We should. And do. what they do is you come and you sign up. They throw fifty names into a hat. They pull fifty names out. And who, who every minutes. Monday? Who every Monday? And whoever whoever those names are, that's who they call up there. You get five minutes, and you have five minutes for you to essentially wow them for them to be like, okay, you can come back for an audition. Mm. And then at that point, you come back for an audition. But even after you pass the audition, you might end up as a doorman. You might end up as a lighting person. You might end up as a bartender, a server. You know, and is that you, what that whole series was about? Yes. And oh. then there's <laughs> about working your way up. And then the there's another stuff. night of the week where it's probably only, Thursdays. Yes, it's only for people Wednesday or Thursday. who and then they have a lot of different rooms at this place. You know, the whole so there's this different whole time comedy that going we were on watching this series. This is the way my mind thinks. This is why I'm gonna be a comedian. I totally thought that they were telling a story of something that happened in the past. Like this was in the nineties that this happened. Well, no, it, this it place started, has been yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. This oh. place has been around for like, like almost forever. That's as far the, as my mind. I, it didn't register in my head that this shit still happened. But the tradition. I mean, do you know how hard? Do you know? Do you know st- statistically? Do you know how long it takes to make it? As a comedian, that means you are touring, you're getting paid, people are paying for your flights, you are substantial, and your name will actually sell tickets. Do you know st- statistically no, how, long? how long it takes? 11 fucking years. That's beyond a fucking PhD. That's beyond a fucking master's. Well, I've Think been about funny that. for more than it's, it's 11 easy. years. It's easier yeah, to but have you a haven't done it in career. a crowd. It's easier I'm to funny. have a musical career mm-hmm. because when you have a stand-up, uh, like doing stand up is like yo, and that's what the comedy store is about. It's about like perfecting co- your craft. Comedians going up there and just murdering themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest thing you hear is like they go up there and they just like you think bomb you got it over yep. and over and mm-hmm. over and over again, and they do that there because they're comfortable to do that there. That's why the sh- they say the show to see is like. That 11.30, 11.45, 12 a.m. show, those are like the shows where like motherfuckers are like are bringing the heat mm-hmm. because it's like, yo, like they're trying, they're ready to try out all their new shit and but 15 motherfuckers in the crowd and you know what I'm saying? They can and like the, be raw with and shit. And the shitty thing is that like you get someone that fucking just, just fucking annihilates. How are you going to top them after you go up now? So it's like you 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 start vibing and you start getting I in these little clips. Oh, Beth, <laughs> nah. I and I've had. People- I, I'm not saying you can't, Beth, but I I I'm gonna tell you to shoot low. Yeah, <laughs> like people- you need like, to don't you get up there expecting able- to be. Yeah. Don't get up there expecting to you know be Richard Pryor or somebody yeah, as soon man, as you like, step up there. Because, you gonna like, be gold. Yeah, you like even Dave Chappelle still flops nowadays. And like that's another big thing that was on the series, like comedians are constantly committing suicide because they're so fucking depressed all the time because you're you getting know, such a high off stage yeah, and then you, you leave know, and you're, you're leave like, like no real life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's a very deep series. It's a very like, 
just it makes you want to go to the comedy store. It makes you want to like explore support, that place. Support, yeah, like support local the comedians art, local stuff. comedians and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Monday night is you know they're like I said, open mic night. They have another night that's just for like servers and people and stuff who work there. And like even that open We're mic going. thing, there's thousands <laughs> of comedians, like fifty names. That's all that's going. All that's going up there are fifty people, and there are thousands of people up there waiting. Like, have been waiting, you know what I'm saying, just to get their name on that list. And it's completely random. They pick 50 names out of a hat. So it's like, you know, you got a chance, but some some comedians will tell you, like, before they even got on stage for that first time, like, they slept on Hollywood Boulevard for, for weeks. You know, the old school comedians will tell you that. But it's a really. I'm not gonna sleep on the street. It's a place that has like. That's a why lot you of, gotta understand, like, like that's the life. Comedy is dead. Like these motherfuckers started at like 15, 20, 21, and they've been grinding it. They're now 35, yeah. and they're barely yeah, making a name I have for a, themselves. I have a lot of respect for comedians because mm-hmm. they work hard. They put it to the max, and they emotionally, no, I agree. emotionally, I they put themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? They're like bearing it to the whole world I mean, and shit like that. And like the yeah. slightest hiccup can fuck their whole show, yeah. and then they kind of have to like bring I mean, it back. No, and not not even trying to bash on like <clears throat> one of my favorite uh, comedians, uh, Bert Kreischer. I fucking love that man. Just love everything. And I'm so glad that he's making it recently. But like even his last stand up comedy, like that last punchline when you do a special is it's supposed to just destroy a room. And his last punchline, he just said it. And then he was like, good night, everyone. And everyone claps. So like, you know, it's all about that final punchline. And like if if it doesn't land, dude, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot because you've been building up yeah. this entire special to this one final punch. The hints yeah. when Dave Chappelle is talking about it, he's like, I'm going to tell you the final punchline. He's like, I punched her right in the pussy. Yeah. And like for a comedian to do that, and somehow he fucking worked his whole special, and when he said that punchline, it was just as funny as when he fucking said it earlier on. Yeah. And that's like, that's just unheard of like there's a crap it's like playing music it's a symphony and you're trying to work the crowd and get everyone to laugh i mean shit i've been on stage as a musician and i think i'm fucking funny and like nobody's laughing like nobody's having me at all i don't know if it's because the music isn't resonating or they're just like you're just not fucking funny but if you can't if you can't get that crowd on your side i think you're funny thank you i appreciate it i've had had a lot of people like come up to me and tell me like yo like especially when i was in miami like i was one of the quicker dudes you know to like be quick to tell the joke or whatever. he's not funny and people would be like oh you you know what you should you should go to like the improv for open mic night and, and like i'm not with it like i am not even about that i'm not even about doing any of that like i'm i, I can't get with it i totally got you know why it. he can't get with it because he ain't funny i am funny <laughs> i told funny. but i totally have re- i i think like everybody has their craft i know what my craft is my craft is facilitating my craft is like organizing. And Look, you can. Be, I'm you the be, comedian. You could be here. good. You could be good at a lot of things, or you could be great at one. One thing, thing exactly. And I, I'm barely as as a 31 year old. I am realizing that now. You know, so like mm-hmm. you, you got it. You got to kind of stay in your lane. Figure out your shit. Like, mm-hmm. yo, the two most important days in a man's life is when he's born and when he finds out why. And John Wayne said that. So, you know, but with that being being said, you know, like, uh, I think like it's good. It's like, I think that it's going to be, um, fuck. I want to watch that. I want to watch that series now. 
I don't yes, know. the the comedian. I I have yo, Cinem- uh, Cinemax. I think it is. It, it was coming on Cinemax. I mean, they might be streaming oh, it right now. Or Definitely check it out. Definitely go by the comedy store. Like, I got. I don't suggest the comedy store. I suggest the Aha Club because not a lot of people go to the Aha. That's true. The comedy store is typically packed now. They it's say. it's very over. It's a ve- although it is nostalgic. It is yeah. extremely overrated. You want to go to like Aha or like. Uh, the Laugh Factory and like stuff like that. Or uh, what's that one that's out there in uh, the Claremont? Oh, Claremont. I don't know. Uh, I know fuck. there's a brand. There's one that's there's one that's out in Claremont. It's a really small one. It's there's in, open mics down the street from you guys in Santa Ana. Yeah. If you really want to start somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. If you really want to see comedy, you can. You're go trying enough. to fucking go to, to the I, Mecca. I, Let me go to the Mecca. Well, pray before God and have God look at me and be well, like, if I we know. go to a com- a comedy show in Santa Ana. We're gonna end up on Santa Ana, probably. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been to comedy shows before. I used to work for the Improv in Miami, like doing promotion and shit like that. I've, I've met Don DC Curry and, Have you seen and people Mark bomb? Curry. Yeah, I've seen people bomb. I've seen people. I've seen like low key, just starting out comedians. I've seen like the guy who played a uh, Uncle Elroy in Next Friday. Like I've met him. The guy who played Hanging Out with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, I've met him. He came, sat right at the table. He was like, "Oh, you guys are the promoters." I was like, "Yeah, we're the promoters." It was me and my brother. We got on doing that job for his uncle, who was big time in the comedy uh, community back when he was alive. He was, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man, I met him and I was like, "Yo, you're fucking Mr. Cooper," and he was like, "Yeah, you know, like totally normal dude, totally cool." (laughs) People were no, but they weren't letting anybody. Great story when you're at the moment. Nobody was inside the improv. It was just. Me, it was just the promoters, the owner of the club, and like um, the talent. So he was walking around the lobby area, and we're sitting at a table. People are like trying to beat down the window to like say what's up to him. And he walks over to the table and just kicks it and chills with us. Totally normal dude, totally cool. At the time, I was probably like 19, you know, 20. Not even old enough to be in the fucking club, but still work a promotion. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's I, you know, I've been to comedy clubs, and I have a total respect for comedians and stuff. My buddy, my buddy was at the Brand Improv on like a Tuesday night, and he was drinking at the bar, uh, and like he looks to the right of him, and he's like, "Holy shit, you're Nick Schwartzen!" And he's like, "Holy shit, I'm Nick Schwartzen!" And he started talking with him, and he's like, "Yeah, so like." Uh, He's like, uh, so do you have your rollerblades on you? And at that time, he was on Reno 911 as the rollerblade guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, I, I left him in my car. <laughs> hey, you're not going to give me shit for that character, are you? And he's <laughs> like, no, I, I love it, but I won't. I won't talk about it then. So, like, <laughs> so like, he kind of has like a chip in his shoulder about it, apparently. But yeah, it's funny, dude. You, you know what? I've, I've been to like weekdays on the improv and. I've, I'm still in talks with some of those people that I met at the improv and you know what? And they're coming up, dude. There's, um, it's not called the nasty boys, but it's like the, the, like something boys podcast and, um, or like the hot boys podcast. Like it's like a joke and it's these three guys and my, my homie that I met back in that day, fucking four years ago is, is making it as a comedian right now. Financially, he's able to make it as a comedian. It's because of podcasting and hitting the circuit, dude. That's so you know. cool. I, See, I, I'm I think on my way. I think it's always cool when comedians can finally, like, pay their bills through comedy. I think I think when any artist can, like, pay their bills through their art, I think that's 
you know, for me personally, like I've never been like a I've never been like a rapper or a singer or like a painter or anything like that. But I always facilitate those kind of things happening. And, you know, either via sale or, you know, promotion or, you know, via Patreon dot com slash rat house. Yeah. And it's like when shit like that happens, like I I think it's cool when they get put on. But we're getting ready to wrap it up. But before we do that, I got two albums I want to touch on. I got to say something about them. The first album is Arrested Development. Arrested Development, I know uh, some of you guys don't remember them. Back in the day, they had a hit out, you know, Everyday People. It's actually been featured on a couple different commercials. I think Toyota did it or whatever. But they, Speech, the lead uh, vocalist of the group, has recently self-produced an album. It's available on Bandcamp. I bought it. Uh, the minimum you can donate is $10, which is not a lot. Very deep, very woke album. Definitely needs to be heard on the radio. Unfortunately, it will not be heard on the radio because they are kind of a forgotten group. And also at the same time, it has no features. It is just speech and arrested of development. <clears throat> it's dope, though. I've it's heard it. It's a super dope album. I um, think it's good. It features it a lot of different like yeah. speech clips and movie clips and shit like that. Like, uh, you know, it's a really good album. And then... Of course, the the widely publicized Busta Rhymes album featuring Chris Rock as, you know, narrator, so to speak. <laughs> yes. The album is super dope. Have you dope. heard it, Matt? Yes. I the have. album is super dope. It's, a great it's out right now. You can get it. You can get the merch right now. Um, I think that with the Arrested Development album not being able to be heard, the, a good substitute is the Busta Rhymes album because it does have the features on it to make it widely publicized. It does have, um, you know, it has like something for the club. It has something for the trap music. It has something for the, you know, everybody. So I'm going to run down <clears throat> the features on this album. First of all, this album is like, it puts me right back in Buster Rhymes mode. And it has the Buster Rhymes feel from any of his classic albums from back in the day. He always gives you something Jamaican. He always gives you something lit. The videos are always like off the hook. Like for a minute, him and Missy were like going back and forth as far as like who was going to have the wilder video. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So some of the so some of the features on the album, well, all the features on the album. Of course, you got Chris Rock. You got Rock him. ODB. Rest in peace. Uh, Q-Tips on the album. Anderson Pack. He has a, a single with him. Uh, also very lit. The um, <laughs> the video for it is like him and Anderson Pack kind of like on a cartoonish uh, Roadrunner and, um, you know, Wiley Coyote kind of back and forth thing where they're giving each other bombs that are blowing up and shit like oh, that. Shit. Yeah, so it's really, it's pretty cool. You can see a lot of that shit on YouTube right now. Uh, Rick Ross is featured on the album. Super dope song. Vibes Cartel, he's a big time uh, Jamaican dance hall artist who's also locked up in Jamaica right now. He has a song with yeah, him. Boy. Super lit. Um, Rhapsody's on it. I like Rhapsody a lot. Like she's gaining a lot of popularity. I like what she says politically and stuff. Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> I don't have any information. Yeah, he and has then um, <laughs> we get Buster Rhymes and Mariah Carey again. Well, okay. All right, back at it. You know your dirty auntie and uncle 
rubbing up on each other at the Christmas party or at Thanksgiving and you like, hey, what y'all doing over there? (laughs) Or like they've been in the bathroom for an hour. That's weird, man. That's some weird ass shit right there. I've never had an auntie do that. So you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's, it's definitely like a, um, it, it has all the old, but on this song with him and Mariah Carey, they like feature, they do a lot of, um, sampling for the album from, from their old shit. You know, so it's like it's it's good. It, I love it, he wanna yeah, get he even he even he even snags like a line. I forgot which which song it was, but I, I, I and I even forgot what what song he he quotes himself from. But he uses like a lot of his old mm, shit. Just yeah. just a single line from it, yeah. and then he jumps into something. Jumped into something. Like, something else. I it's basically like, about. do you remember this? Yeah, I, all right, I, let's do this. I remember the line you're talking about, but I can't remember which song it was. But that's good. He features a snippet from a speech. Uh, from Louis Farrakhan, uh, it, it's just a deep album. Mm-hmm. It's got it. It says a lot. Uh, he also has uh, the original uh, OG and founder of the Blood Peace Stones featured in one of the videos. You know, any of you guys who are, are all about criminology and stuff like that, you know, you know how significant he is. So it's just, and then like he's with his homie. I forget his homie's name. Who's been rolling with him forever he's always in the videos with him this guy does not rap at all but he's always like jumping around with him in the videos he's back with him again it's a feel-good album if you are over the age of like 25 you know so you can appreciate it you can appreciate the Buster Rhymes vibe I like it a lot I've been bumping it all week long so you know go out there check that out go cop that go cop the merch for that um I'm looking at an empty can of <laughs> brew right now. So, you know what I'm saying? It must mean it's time to wrap things up. As usual, this has been the Toy Cartel Social Club Podcast, bringing you the gritty underground of art, toys, and collectibles. I am your boy, Jay, the boss dog Imperial Soldier, a.k.a. Sir Filthy Lungs. You can that find so us at the underscore only underscore toy cartel you can find me at juicebox the prez on instagram as usual i'm with our local disney princess beth yes and you can find me the sober one kind of at the real underscore princess bethy poo yo and you can find all of us together as a collective at www.rattshaus.net and yo check out all the dope stuff we got going on there Shouts out to Boss Dog, Audible, Fat Collectibles, and Patreon. Patreon. Make sure you get on there. Get that. It's only five bucks, people. That's it. It's only five dollars. Go get that, please. And watch me reclaim and bring home the Christmas show Rat House Belt. I'll holla at y'all later.